Hello, I'm Steve, the retired criminal investigator with the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, the Federal Law Enforcement Agency of the United States Air Force. I'm Hannah, the amateur true crime enthusiast. I've been fascinated with my dad's job, and I love starting conversations with him to learn more. Join us each week as we share these conversations with you and discuss a real criminal case that piques our interest. Hello. Welcome back, archivists. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not much of a <laughs> intro today, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really good. Just here with my wonderful daughter doing another podcast. Huh. Sucking up. <laughs> today we have another um, not completely solved case. Oh, Sorry. No, yeah. Sorry. So this is still going to this is going to be an open investigation still. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's again, it was one of those uh, like Jane Doe, John Doe ones yep. like last week's. This just gives our listeners something to kind of follow and, and stay in touch with. Stay listening to us and kind of do their own research and, and, and follow along if they're interested. Yeah, and we're still going to be following these cases, right. too. Mm-hmm. So yep. today we are talking about Harold and Tina Klaus. Harold Dean and Tina Lynn Klaus were married in June of 1979 after what is described as a whirlwind romance. From what I read, it sounded like they weren't together for very long before they got married. They'd been living in Volusia County, Florida, when Harold decided to pursue carpentry work in Texas. Another article I read said that he had a lucrative carpentry career lined up in Texas. Ooh, let me say that again. I'm sorry. Lucrative carpentry career lined up in Texas. That oh. was a tongue twister. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> so he had he had like work lined up um, mm-hmm. and his mom was quoted as saying that he told her, Harold told her that he, I quote, I can take better care of Tina and the and the baby because spoiler, they're going to have a baby. Oh, so he's so going on his, his own? Mom, he's going on his own then? No, they're going oh. to, the, he's moving them. But that's oh. what he's telling his mom okay. about his job. He's like, I can take care of my family better. So they leave for Texas in, I believe, 1979. There was a lot of conflicting articles mm-hmm. because they go missing in 81, but they had literally just moved there. So it was there was some conflicting, but it looks like 1979 to 1980 is when okay. they moved to Texas. All right. And they are bringing along their one-year-old baby daughter, Holly Marie Klaus. Now, at the time of 1981, when they go missing, Harold is 21 and Tina was 17. However, another article said that he was 22 and she was 18. That's where I was getting the conflicting years for the dates. So they were young. Uh, Another important fact to note about the couple is that they were known to frequent cults in the 80s. Which oh, is a, here we go. Another one of these. It's uh, That's an interesting thing to be said about you, that you were known to frequent cults. Yeah, it, this is the time, you, right? Yeah. How do you even find, like, wh- I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. How do you find them? How do you know what you're interested in? I don't know. It's, it's just, it's interesting. It's well, an you're interesting not interested hobby. in it, so right. you would know. Right, but I want to know, like, that's an interesting hobby. Well, what does it mean, frequent cults? Like, you just, that's hey, what it said. you call up, hey, cult, local cult. Hey, I was going to come in and visit you guys this weekend. Cool? I feel like maybe, yeah, like they were trying to find their place. Oh, uh, okay. Like they were trying yeah. to find some place of like mm-hmm. a community. Because mm-hmm. that's how cults get you. It's like mm-hmm. the community and the... 
yeah, well, friendship. For, for me, the word cult isn't enough to turn off. Well, yeah, but you, like you don't know it's a cult in the moment. I'm sure after. I'm sure they weren't like, yeah, let's hey, go find let's, a cult. Let's, let's Google cult. Yeah, like I think afterwards people were like, those were all cults. All of those were cults. Mm-hmm. So I think that all was right. a. Okay, so anyway. Not that you were Googling in 1981, 1980, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. yeah. So his mom, uh, Harold's mom, who I mentioned, Donna Cas. Oh, I should have done this beforehand. Casa Santa. Mm-hmm. Donna Casa Santa. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. So she says that she was receiving letters from them pretty frequently. So mm-hmm. they moved to Florida or for, to jo- Texas. Jeez, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. From Florida. And he was writing his mom, Donna, letters pretty frequently. Oh, good. Okay. Now she says that she stopped re- receiving letters from her son in late 1980. And then some months later, she gets a call from someone offering to drive her son's car from Florida to California for a thousand dollars. She's living in California. Oh, so they just called out of the blue. Yeah. So she's like, "Okay, yeah, sure. So three women in religious robes show up with Harold's car uh, on Donna's doorstep. And they're like, here you go. And tells her that her son and daughter-in-law had joined a religious group and would be cutting ties with everyone. And that sounded normal to Donna, right? Remember I said they were known to frequent different cults, different religious places? Yeah, I I don't... uh, Like, okay, why didn't they tell her that? Why why didn't they say, hey, mom, can you have somebody come out and pick up the car? We're going to go, you know off the grid with the cult and we're not gonna we're not gonna have any like that that, that, that's suspicious man from what i've heard of cults though i don't i believe it yeah but you don't believe that as a parent you don't just say you don't just accept that as a parent but this is a time for cults in the 1980s so people were aware of what was going on like people join cults and they just drop off the face of the earth so the mom just says okay i'll take the car go go you don't have to make it sound like that well it doesn't make any that's but to her, that was like a common thing because they were already known to like frequent these religious groups. So it seemed normal to her. She was still concerned. She still reached like I'm getting there. She was still going to be reaching out continuously. Yeah, over I the guess time. all and she I'm does, saying she files a missing persons report yeah. with the Salvation Army. But like so she was still concerned. Yeah, it's just weird it to normal. me that the mom doesn't say at least, hey, why didn't they tell me this? That's all. Yeah, but the people who joined religious groups or cults back in the 80s, they didn't reach out to their families. They did just go ghost and, like, drop yeah, off the face of the if earth. You, that was if, a if thing. If someone in robes showed up at my door and said, hey, Hannah, yeah, she's cutting you off. She's joining a cult, so here's all her belongings. I'd be like, what cult? Yeah, but this, Where is, the, they at? But this is 2022. And it's come, different. I would have done it 20 years ago. Well, not when you were seven, six, seven. Well, but I wasn't yeah. born in 1980. I wasn't even uh, yeah, alive okay. in 1980. So. All right, enough of my rant. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So like I said, it seemed normal or sounded okay because of the history's the the couple's mm-hmm. history. The family did, however, add Harold and Tina to a missing persons list, as I just mentioned. Multiple missing persons lists, including the Salvation Army. Uh, okay. What when so is that's this? That's what I was saying. Yeah, when is this now? This is nineteen eighty one. So we're in nineteen eighty one. When did the, the car show up? Nineteen eighty one. Okay, so shortly after 
the, the mom says no. I'm gonna follow Mrs. Person. Yeah, anyway. she does. She starts. It's like immediately after she does. Okay, start so to then add. she probably is. That's what I said a minute ago. I said she <laughs> was. It sounded normal, but she also added them to missing persons reports. But yeah, you were so okay. hung up on the. I was. I was. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't let you finish. Sorry. Never do. <laughs> okay, so she was concerned. She says, "Fine, yes. thank you, thank you, creepy cult members from for my son's car. Um, I'm gonna go follow Mrs. Person report." Yeah. I would hope, though, that like, because what I'm curious about and they don't talk about is, did she get give like a description of these three women to the police? Did they try and find these women? I mean, I guess you can't really, but they can like maybe get a sketch artist. That's what I'm like. I want to know that. Well, and they don't uh, talk I, about that. Oh, they don't. And this is an open investigation, as we're going to get to. Oh, so yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's we'll keep moving. Let's keep moving through the case. We want to solve them really fast these days, but let's just keep moving through it. Okay. So January 12th, 1981, again, this is what makes me believe this all happened like super, super fast. So it says that they went missing in 1981. I, I'm about to say that they were found in 1981, their yeah. remains, although we didn't know that they were their remains at the time. So I think like they went missing. It, it all happened within the first couple weeks of January. Yeah, it sounds like This is it, January yeah. 12th. Yeah. yeah. So we're January 12th, 1981. A dog finds the remains, specifically the arm of what we will now know as Harold in a wooded area in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. The male remains had been beaten, bound, and gagged, while the female set of remains had been strangled to death. So the, the male had been beaten. Wait, but the dog found an arm right. that led the police to the, to, the yeah. rest. Okay. Yeah. And, and the female was strangled? She had been strangled, and then the male had been beaten, bound, and gagged. So they could tell... There wasn't decompos decomposition. They could tell them that they were male and female bodies and such. Yeah, okay. that's all that it says. I don't know how his arm was detached. There okay. had to have been some kind of. What about of the baby? There's no baby. Mm. It is just the couple. Yeah. So and now again, remember they these are two unidentified remains right now. The police have not been able to identify. I them. bet that baby so some some thirty something year old somewhere today she would be 42 i'm gonna get there yeah, okay all right that's the important part of this investigation oh, that's how they get the dna okay all right yeah all right that's the interesting part grew up, grew up in a cult she probably has all kinds of problems okay the case goes cold because they are unable to identify from what i've read it didn't really sound like there was much they were just did, thrown did they out do an in autopsy or anything not that i've seen i'm it said that they figured they he'd been beaten, bound, and gagged, and strangled. Okay, so, so they, there was they nothing on that. an autopsy so they that know I could that. find. Well, they know that then they they could yeah. tell. Okay, but um, no evidence. It's so the interesting thing is though that investigators were able to determine that they had been dead for at least two months before being found. Okay. Yeah. So that is important because Harold's mom didn't know that they were missing until 1981, like right. the week or so. So they had been long dead by the time she got his car back yep but we don't know that at the time because they're right. unidentified so at this point harold and tina are still just missing okay they're missing and at the same time the police recover the this these bodies right okay um and again his mom is in california and at this point the cult members have already brought the car back to her like a week or so before the bodies were found okay all right. Coincidence. Mm -hmm. Those are, wh there were three people? Three women, yeah. Yeah, you know what we call those? Mm -hmm. Suspects. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying. I really, I it's been, you know, 40, 
years now, so I doubt the mom would be able to give some kind of sketch. But that's what I'm saying. It would be interesting, like, at the time, if she gave the police a sketch. Mm -hmm. But there's no information on that. Uh, The crime scene. Gym shorts and a bloody towel were all that was recorded as evidence that I could find. Because, again, this is an open investigation. So we have gym shorts and a bloody towel. Okay, so they have blood, right? So I wonder how much blood they have, how many different profiles, that kind of thing. Yeah, all it says is bloody towel. Yeah, and gym shorts. Mm-hmm. So hopefully... Not, not, w- were they clothed, the bodies? As far as I could tell, yeah. What were they wearing? It didn't say. No ID? Uh, nothing? No, they were unable to identify them. All right, bloody towel. Yeah, I mean, she was strangled, and mm-hmm. then he had been beaten, bound, and gagged. So he'd been beaten, it might be his blood. And then, so the case is, uh, goes cold from here, obviously, because they are just, the p- investigators are unable to identify these two remains. It's pr- really kind of passionate, this this killing here. Yeah. Beaten and pound the guy and bagged, g- gagged him and strangled the, the uh, his wife. Yeah. Would you it's pretty violent. Those are personal. Pretty violent, yeah. Crimes. Or, Strangled. I feel like sp- being strangling someone is kind yeah, of a personal thing. Yeah, it's psychopath, thing. too. Yeah. From there, it goes not cold. Not really what cults are known for, to be honest with you, though. I don't think. I'm not a cult expert, but I don't think. It, it might be. It's an individual. So maybe it's an individual from the cult. I don't know. Yeah, cult. it's usually the cult leader that is the murderer. Mm, yeah. But then don't they do like some kind of like mass, mass poisoning suicide, or something? Mass poisoning, yeah. things like that, yeah. They, make it, they manipulate the situation but to make it to where the I person kills themselves. But on the side, they might have a henchman doing these kind of things. But, but I don't know that we've ever heard of a cult leader doing that. Nope. Okay, so. what's next? So in 2011, both bodies are exhumed to retrieve DNA. It says specifically to find out if the two were related. So now in 2011, they are still trying to work on this case, trying to identify. And now they're thinking maybe they're related. So they're going to try and see. Because then they can they can what? They can look through missing persons right, and see so if there's like a brother, sister. The cold case team pulls this box off the shelf. Let's, say, let's take a look. And they say, okay, let's exhume the bodies and get DNA. Mm-hmm. And let's at least see if they are related. And this is in what year? 2011. 11? Okay, we're, we're good. They still, we got some advances. We so have some advances can, in DNA at this time. They so. could do at this point DNA testing too, like uh-huh. run it through the database. It didn't say if they did that, but I'm assuming that's what would mm. maybe be the, nat- the next step, Did they right? think about taking the shorts and the towel and send it to the lab? I saw no information of that. And again, this is an open investigation currently. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's, that's those what, are like their two big pieces of evidence. On, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, that's what I would be assuming. And that might that's probably one of those things. They send it to the lab, and they're asking the lab, can you go through this and swab it and see if there's any other profiles on here? And that's going to take right. a while. Yeah. Okay. Then in 2021, Audio Chuck funded the genealogy research. If you don't know who Audio Chuck is... That is, I believe that's actually Crime Junkies person. Like that's their yeah. podcasting company, company that they yeah. do. Uh, so that's really cool. They funded the genealogy c- research and worked with Deborah Pinto of the Harris County Institute of Forensic Sciences. Sciences. Deborah is a anthropologist, and the case was solved by Identifinder's senior forensic genealogist Misty Gillis 
and her former colleague, Allison Peacock. So there was a little bit of a collaboration working here between an anthropologist and a genealogist, a couple genealogists, which mm. is really cool. Awesome. And Allison now works as, because it said former colleague, she now does stuff working with law enforcement. I forget the name of the company, but she works with like helping to notify people she's specifically the one that kind of notified the families in this mm-hmm. case and like talked to them she helps in like not specifically notification but her company was like working with law enforcement to be like gentle i don't really know how to explain it mm-hmm. i'll have to i'll, I'll link her website because it was pretty yeah. interesting to read about it so they were able to identify Harold within 10 days of taking on this case which is pretty fast and crazy they identify what? Harold, the body, the male, the male body. Sorry, the 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 male. Uh, after, uh, after they exhumed, after they exhumed them. No, this is in 2021. They exhumed the bodies in 2011 right. to see if they were related. Nothing came of that because obviously they're not technically related. Okay. So then, fast forward to 2021. Audio Chuck funds this genealogy research. I uh, got you, got you, got you. I sidetracked you probably between all the names and the yeah. Allison Peacock. So it's an anthropologist and two geneticists that are working together uh-huh. and they take on this case of this Jane Doe and John Doe mm-hmm. from Houston, Texas. And within 10 minutes, they're able to identify the male as Harold Klaus. How'd they do that? They used his DNA to match him to a cousin living in Kentucky oh, using cool. the genealogy. Cool. So, yeah, that's And then you cool. go back to that cousin. He says, oh, that's my cousin Harold. I think yeah something like that okay cool yeah yeah uh, the third parties are always left uh, out in in these in these cases I think they yeah. they matched it to his cousin and then they got in contact with him and mm-hmm. then he put him in contact with his mom with mm-hmm. Donna the problem was was that they were not able to immediately identify the female body so it was important that when they found Harold they were able to like okay maybe that family can give us some information because what allison was saying on her little website because she talked about she's the one that like did it Mm -hmm. she like found some of tina's or the the jane doe's family Mm -hmm. but none of them were calling her back (laughs) so she wasn't able to verify Mm. that that's who that was i I don't understand why they would do a background of this guy and maybe marriage records would come up yeah so they're gonna get there that's where we're getting oh okay but she like She's waiting for Alice. For she's waiting for the family members to get back in touch with her, basically. Mm-hmm. So when she finally gets in touch with Donna and the cousin in Kentucky, they confirm that Harold was married uh, and that okay. more than likely that that was his wife. She says, "Okay, that makes sense." And then literally, she says in the little article, literally right after she confirmed that Harold was married, one of uh, Tina's relatives called her back and was like, "Yeah, she was and married." They can probably pull up that old missing person report right and then they said they did look at the marriage certificate and everything too Mm -hmm. and they did find that they were married so did they they find that they were missing too i mean obviously it didn't say anything about that but they probably pulled up they probably pulled up that old missing missing person's report and said oh okay yeah and that's the timeline for them yep so they did corroborate everything with like the marriage licenses but she want she wanted to like have the confirmation from both families before she definitively said this is Mm -hmm. Tina Mm -hmm. and what I thought was cool too in Allison's website her like description of what happened she talks about how because I said there's an anthropologist and it was two uh, geneticists they like they double checked each other's work because they were like 
oh my god i found who it is Mm -hmm. but they wanted to like make sure so they really put their time and effort into solving this and they were like we're gonna make sure that this is 100 percent." so they had multiple people looking at it to make sure they were doing it right which is pretty cool all right so now they've identified jane and john doe yep as harold and tina klaus and they are able to presumably tell his mom hey we found them yep however the really sad thing is is that when allison called her uh donna's first response was no baby Where's my where's my granddaughter? There was no baby. Oh, jeez. And Allison had no idea at this yeah, no, point. Well, nobody Allison did. Yeah. was like, what? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No one th- not the response she was looking for. Like, yeah. I'm sure she was elated, but what about the baby? Yeah. It was a I, sad article to read. I'll leave oh, it for I you could, guys. I could actually see that. Was, oh, my God. That must have floored her. Because in one moment, they're excited. They're they excited identified. to tell the mom that, hey, we get your son and his wife, your daughter-in-law. Yeah. And she says, where's the baby? Oh, wow. That's terrible. Yeah, it's really, really sad. So, I mean, you'll I notice... T- I totally forgot about the baby for a second. Yeah, that was... I was mm. trying to make you... Mm-hmm, yeah. That was my plan here. Because only two bodies were found, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. in 1981. The body of their one-year-old daughter has never been found. She would have just turned 42 on January 24th of 2022. Yeah, okay. So, she would be... She currently would be 42. If she is alive, although... It gets pointed out in the articles that if she is alive, she probably doesn't know her actual birthday. So if these cult members, whoever took her and kept her alive all these years, she probably doesn't know her actual birthday. Just Mm -hmm. keep that in mind, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is really, really sad. Now, she is listed with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. children, Uh And the family believes that she was last seen in Louisville, Texas, which I guess means that's where they were all last seen. Right, right. Right. An article from MSN says, in the meantime, the ancestry DNA results from women who believe they might be Holly have not been completed yet. What? Three women have submitted DNA kits. They've ordered those kits. Yeah. And they've said, I think I might be Holly. So as of right now, wow. that, like those results. Know. Yeah. Well, they, they pro- they're probably like, look, I was, I yeah. kind of, I woke up one day in this cult and I was growing up and I didn't, I, I always, my parents always seemed strange to me and this whole situation seems strange to me. It's about the same time. I bet that's what, it, they have stories like that. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be on TV big time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as of right now, they're, we're just waiting to see, but they're actively working to try and match. And they said that all they can really do right now is just match people's DNA. That that's uh, to find her. That's all we're going to be really able to do unless someone. All right. What about the crime? That's an open investigation. So it's right an open too. investigation. Yeah. yeah. So. So that's that's just as important. But yeah. really, when you read about this mm-hmm. case, the main thing that everyone is concerned about is Holly. Well, she's going to. I or don't know. Who, whatever. Her I name don't know. Might be. She, I don't know how much information she'll be able to give to them about the murders of her parents. Mm-hmm. But she certainly would be able to give information about this cult and help. Or who the, raised her. Yeah. Who raised her. Help the police track down leads like the the mm-hmm. interview interview pool is going to get really large if they identify one of these women as being the, the daughter yeah and that's what in all the articles i read that's what it said it was saying like if we can find her we can at least like there's a good chance that the people who raised her and who have been raising her this time at least know who killed her parents if not were the ones who killed her parents C- correct so like finding her is more is kind of really important well, or don't more forget, important. Don't forget the mother is a potential witness too. You know, she she saw three people. She met three people. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's highly unlikely that if she you'll be able to recognize rec- them. You'll yeah. be able to recognize. I mean, you know, 
just f- 41 years. I feel like, but like if you, there has to be records though of those three women driving their car across the country. I feel like if they were able to, like if, if they, we do what find do Holly, records? like tolls, stuff like that. Like I feel like well, this, there's got to be not, some kind of that's evidence. Not, that's not in dispute though that they brought the car. So Right, but I feel like it would corroborate it if Holly says these are the people that raised me and they just happened to be the same ones that brought the car back. That would kind of oh, corroborate yeah, yeah. the I, whole I got thing. Oh, yeah, I got you, got you, got you. Is what um, I'm saying. Remember, to- yeah, okay. Or like uh, there's there had to have been some kind of... Wow, th- so this three women that actually s- said that might... I wonder if they know this three women. E- each woman knows that there's two other women. What are you talking about? The three e- women showed up together. Oh, they showed up together? To return the car, yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. New, new, new topic. <laughs> Put a period on that sentence. The three women that say, I might be the girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if they know, each of them know that there's two other women. I don't know. I mean, if you Google this Probably, case, and yeah, I, I, read, I was able to yeah. read that it says three women. Wow, that's interesting. Is They must have stories. That's unbelievable. So, yeah. okay, back to the day of the murder in 81 and or when they went missing, when they found the bodies. Were there any cults in that area? Or are you probably going to say, yeah, tons of them? Not that was not any that were specifically mentioned. That's like a a huge pool of people. Although so this is Texas in the eighties, why don't mm. you Google it real quick? See <laughs> see which cults pop up. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's how many cults were. So in the they 80s? definitely need they definitely need uh, this these potential victims. It was a religious cult, apparently, uh, supposedly oh, is well what that's we know. Texas. Yeah. Another like one of the theories I read, too, is that, you know, maybe it was a couple who couldn't have a kid and they saw an opportunity to kidnap this kid, the the daughter. So yeah. it, maybe it's not a cult. But they somehow knew if this couple was known to frequent cults, they somehow got a whiff of that and they were like, that's a good cover up. They joined a cult and we can kidnap this baby and have a baby on our own. Mm hmm. So that's one of the the theories too. So it, it not necessarily it doesn't necessarily have to be cult related. So Waco, Texas had a lot. Obviously, right. you know, <laughs> the Branch Davidian, but then the Church of Wells. We're in Houston. Well, they were found in Houston anyway. Yeah, and then uh remember what's his face? No, that wasn't in Texas. That was in Oklahoma, wasn't it? Son of Sam. I don't remember. He wasn't in He wasn't really a cult though. He just apparently knew or took after Manson. That was in a, the previous episode we discussed that. Yeah, but it, like I said, there's a couple theories, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a cult. But it's interesting. You know, here's the thing, too, Hannah. They're talking to family members and friends, and their fr- those people are saying, oh, they've been known to frequent cults, right? They could just be, you know, a little bit radical, like religious groups and stuff that people... Oh, it's this religious group. However, people commonly refer to them as a cult. You know what you know what I mean? Yeah. There could be some really wacky churches or, you know, some cult cult stuff. So that yeah, it's and Houston's a pretty big city. So yep. that's that's a pretty big lift for the police department. Boy, they, I hope man, I'm excited. I, I hope one of these three women it pans out for them too, right? You know? Yeah. You know? For the family and for yeah. her specifically. Although, I like it's cool that they were willing to do this. Like they were mm-hmm. like, I want to know, I got to know, and they bought the kit and they're they're gonna go through yeah. it. But can you imagine like what if 
the real Holly is out there and she has like maybe a feeling, but she doesn't want to. She's got a good life. You know, that's this is going to potentially disrupt if yeah. she is still alive. I, I'm willing to bet she doesn't have a good life. But um, no, you're right. I There's a couple of scenarios that could play out, right? Like as a 42 year old you woman know, that this young lady was told something about her parents that that matches up right or maybe you know and so she's always been in search of this or it's possible that she was rescued too right that right that's, that, that, that's you, what you know i'm saying what, I mean? yeah. what if she's yeah. living a happy good it, life that she was rescued life. you know she was rescued maybe somebody came upon them and or the girl, maybe the girl went run it. No, she was one year old, right? One years yeah. old. She was just learning to y- walk. You know, maybe it was a babysitter, right? Maybe yeah. there was a babysitter situation and the parents never came back. Uh, I think that would have been reported to the police, though. But th- there's all kinds of situations. Man, I can't. I'm excited to see, Yeah. you know, if that pans out. It's just, uh, it would okay. be it would be nice if she is still alive and she is found. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's it could also be tragic for her yeah if she's not willing yeah. obviously these three women are willing to find mm-hmm. out and willing to meet their potential family mm-hmm. so gotta wonder what's going so on in their lives too we're trying to identify we've identified the two victims we're trying to identify uh, uh, locate the their daughter the murder of the two is still an investigation and they do have a bloody towel some shorts, shorts mm-hmm. as evidence, and they have some DNA, some blood types. They have yep. three potential women consenting to do DNA that could p- potentially be the daughter, and it's still under investigation. So that's where we're at right now. It's kind right. of up in the air. We're going to follow this one, too. I'm sorry I keep giving you guys ones that yeah, don't we'll have conclusions. Yeah, we'll have to follow this one. But I thought this was an interesting one. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for listening. That's all I have for you today. It was a quick one, but it was it's interesting. So this is a good a good opportunity for people to go do some additional research on this one. Okay, okay, who would you have numbers to give the people or I don't you don't No, I just realized I don't. But I can I'll see if I can find some numbers because uh, surprisingly, there were no numbers on the articles that I read. Mm. I meant to go back and get numbers, but I can find the numbers and put them on Instagram. So if you have any information, if you think that you might know her or be her, I'll put go on to our Instagram and our Twitter, and I will put all of the information for you to get in contact with. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So, yeah. All right. That's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. If you are enjoying listening to us, we would love a rate and review from you on Apple Podcasts and Anchor just helps us be heard more so these cases can get heard by everyone mm-hmm. or be listened to. And we like to hear your guys' feedback. You can listen, f- listen, follow us on Instagram at True Crime Archives Podcast. We're on Twitter at TC Archives Pod. And we're on TikTok now at, what is it, True Crime Archives Pod. There's so many different ones. And, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Bye.